This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Without Definite Aim. <laughs> this is a podcast where we use a random topic generator to dictate the direction of our conversation. I'm one of your hosts, uh, and my name is Vincent, and I am joined by the one and only... What up? It's Drewski and the host. Ooh. I don't know why we're we're just so giddy tonight. I don't know. We just like Vinny started giggling, and I couldn't help myself because if you don't laugh when when Vinny laughs, then something's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, we'll fucking take you out the back and say goodnight. <laughs> Put you out of your right misery. Uh, People say I have that laugh. You do. It's very contagious. Um, I wish I had that laugh, but I think my laugh's pretty goofy, so. My laugh is, uh, handed down from generation to generation. I have a similar laugh, uh, as my father, and I have, not by choice, but somehow my daughter has it. My boys do not. They have some wacky laughs, but, uh, Kitty definitely, we, we call it the, uh, the born and laugh is what we call it. And I got it from my dad. I pass it down to uh, my daughter Kitty, and uh, hopefully she maybe she's going to pass it on to someone one day. Who knows? It's a mystery. Yeah, I can can confirm that your dad has a, a pretty good laugh. I've spoken to him I think once, maybe twice on occasion. But um, when I yeah he he cackled, he he has the born and laugh for sure, and Kitty has it too. And and if there's anything better than Vinny's laugh, it's a child version of Vinny's laugh. Um, if that doesn't send just giggles down your spine, I don't know what does. Uh, you know the other strange thing uh, that I that I got from my dad and also passed to my daughter particularly uh, is we have this strange tiny toe toenail. I don't know if I've talked about it before. It's strange that it's just not a regular nail. It literally looks like there's nearly no nail there. Uh, but there's a nail there. It's just like sucked back into just, the toe. Just stubby as all all hell. You're, you're, you're... Uh, I remember saw someone saw Kitty's toe one time and they're like, is her little toe okay? And I was like, whoa, 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 back up. Daddy got that toe too, okay? <laughs> Were you worried your, te- your Tevas that day? You could Probably. just point right to your right to your sandals and go look at this toe look at this toe it's inherited okay there's nothing wrong with her toe it's my toe on her on her foot it's the born and toe and i uh got it from my daddy my daddy passed it to me i have a half brother he also has that fucked up little toe <laughs> and i gave it to my daughter that's awesome do, do you have to cut that toenail like does it get long oh, enough one... where you you got to trim it back 100 percent but it's, you know, in uncovered times, the first time I shut my foot in Drew's face and he can take a cancer at it. <laughs> I have pretty wonky toes. I have really, my, my dad and I have really curvy toes. So my second toe from the, so you go big toe and then the second toe curves inwards towards the middle toe. The middle toe is pretty straight. And then the fourth and fifth toe kind of comes back in towards the middle. So for whatever reason, my middle toe has its own gravitational force pulling my other toes towards it. It, it looks kind of funny. So your middle toe is basically a black hole is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it just sucks the other toes towards it. That's, the, that's what a black hole does, right? Like it's sucking everything into it and they can't yeah. come out. Yeah. Yeah, my dad, but it was funny because I guess when I was born, they, they saw the toes and they're like, yep, that's, yeah, that's definitely my kid. He's got my toes. And penis size. Uh, that and penis size, and they knew. <laughs> I just think Drew and his dad as adults just lighted up their dicks. Oh, thanks, dad. Got your, uh, 
Got your dick got, size here. Got Thanks, the mate. Old ding dong. Appreciate it. The old ding dong size. Fair dinkum. <laughs> oh man, dinkum kind of sounds like slang for a penis too. Ah, you got a fair dinkum there, don't you? <laughs> you're at the fucking bathroom, the bathroom stores with the other dudes, and you're like, Jesus, mate, fair dinkum down there. <laughs> I you guess it does kind of dinkum does sound like dick dinkum dinkum. Yeah, it sounds yeah, it sounds like it sounds like penis slang. Yeah, you breach the social con- contract and look look down into your left and you go, "Ooh, wee. That's a big old dinkum you got." And then the guy punches <laughs> you in the face for looking. I don't for, know, for, in Australia, I feel like I feel like everybody anybody in Australia would be like, "Jeez, thanks, mate. Appreciate that." <laughs> For for anybody who doesn't know, like th- I don't I don't know I feel like there's a there, there's this like mystique surrounding the other gender's bathroom. Like we don't ever we think I don't know if, I don't know. Do we feel like women's bathrooms is like unicorns and rainbows all the time? And like I feel like, I feel like women are like, what do you guys do when you stand next to each other at the urinals? Do you just like look at penises the whole time? It's like no. You 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 either are very carefully watching your stream and making sure it goes where you need it to, or you're staring straight at the wall in front of you. There's no uh, there's no diverting the eyes <laughs> to either direction. Um, I uh, I don't see it so much here, but growing up in Australia, a lot of men's bathroom have like the piss trough. Yeah, just like the the big like there's no one walls big, or dividers like, in between metal like yeah like just one big thing, and it's kind of like weird because those piss troughs have like a grate over the top, and you're literally the piss is going under your feet. Oh, weird! Like a lot of the ones I grew up with, anyway. I don't know, how, maybe Australia's like upgraded to proper stalls now with little dividers between them, but. I feel like that was one thing I kind of, I don't see as much here. I mean, I've definitely seen it here, but it's like a very standard Australian thing, at least that I, I grew up with. And maybe it was more like a, you know, Vinny back in the day, just hanging out in public bathrooms. Uh, <laughs> so I have a great, great knowledge and uh, mental catalog of piss troughs. Yeah. Do you like the, um, do you like the urinals that go all the way down to the floor? Over over um, just like a, a standard urinal that stops like right at your, I don't know, knees or something. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a relatively private person. Like I definitely prefer like just a, an individual one with a tiny little barrier. But I mean, if you need to piss, you need to piss. I mean, if I go to a bathroom, I'm not going to hesitate to like find the best stop stop. Yeah, I always like the I always like the urinals that go the porcelain goes all the way down to the floor where the drain is. Those are my favorite for some reason. There's still the dividers there, but the urinal is just a tall boy. It's a tall urinal that goes all the way down to the floor, and that's where the drain is. I don't know why. Those are always more fun to pee in to me. <laughs> it's like a uh, water slide for your pee pee. Yeah, it is. It's fun. Uh, and you said, like, the difference between men and women's. I definitely think, like, men are more disgusting than women. I mean, I'm not saying that there's not disgusting women, but I think as a whole, like, we have a, a, a sausage that, like, sticks out of our body and we piss from it. And, you know, we know there's, like, tiny micro spray of piss that, even though you've got a good stream, there's definitely some, like, side spray that shoots out there. We know that. And if you've ever been to, like, a men's bathroom sometimes it is disgusting there's fucking mm-hmm. piss everywhere mm-hmm. uh and you know women have a cut underneath their body and if they piss standing up i'm sure it would be messier than a man mm-hmm. but i'm sure there's some women that can piss standing up so they typically sit down um yeah i do think men's bathrooms are definitely men just don't give a shit like you go to i i not that I have a lot of experience with women. Oh, I have zero experience with women's bathrooms. But I just think, like, men are just like, oh, I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm going to do this huge diarrhea shit and make the bathroom gross and then laugh Ugh. about it because everybody's going to go in there and suffocate on Ugh. my poo air. 
Uh, is I feel there like... anything? Is there anything worse than having to shit in public? Um, I feel like the older I've got, like I give, like if I need to take a shit, I need to take a shit. I don't particularly want to take a shit in a public place, but if you need a shit, you need a shit. Like, take it from me. I've shit my pants before. You don't <laughs> just fuck, just fucking go. Oh shit! Oh man. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. Like the you know the public the public restrooms are never clean enough for your bum to sit down on. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm one of those people. I will put like a fuckload of toilet paper on a on a seat before I sit down, and I, it probably doesn't do anything. I think it's like a mental thing, you know. It makes you feel a little bit better, you know. And then you sit down, you get some black backsplash, and then you're worried about Ugh. getting some like anus disease from the some fucking, fucking restroom water, viral viral infection in your bum bum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, public restrooms are never fun, but you know. If you need a poo, you need a poo. Don't hold it in. We know it's not good for you. At least most public restrooms and the stalls certainly do have handrails uh, in there to grasp (laughs) onto. I don't know if this is the segue that we need for this, but it's what we're going with. Established in 1992 and based in Brisbane, Pentec is Australia's only manufacturer of the stainless steel tube. The company then takes the tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, hand rails, boat rails, aye, aye, Captain, and a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. You can find all their wonderful products and more at www.bentech.com.au. Thank you, Bentech. Uh, Thanks for aiding in my you. public shitting. Appreciate, appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel honored to grab a Bentec rail if I'm in a public place and in a hard place pushing out a poop. But, I mean, I guess it's reality of a stainless steel tube. It could be in a bathroom stall. It could be in a boat. It could be a grab rail. Yeah, for many different situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, versatile. Stainless steel tubes. Could pretty much put them anywhere and it would make sense. It makes me want to just have, if I'm ever rich enough, I'm going to have a room just with stainless steel tubes everywhere be like kind of like a fitness room i guess like kind of like a monkey like a what do they call it like a jungle gym like a jungle gym but it's a jungle room sure jungle room full of stainless steel tubing i'm down just grab grab all the rails yeah you could grab rails you could hand rails you could boat rails everything in there guess what drew is a random topic generated this episode did you did you guess that I don't know, man. It's always tough to know who has it, but I do have it. Um, so if you're ready, Vinny, I'm going to smash it and we're going to get going. Sound good? Smash it. All right, here we go. And the random topic is movies. Yay, movies. Ta-da! Movies. Where I, know, to start I, I already this know this about I already know this about Drew, but Drew loves a fucking movie. I love a fucking movie. We both we both enjoy movies. Although I will say I feel I feel like I haven't wa- I feel like I haven't watched a lot of like the quote unquote classics. Let's start with that. Like, what's what's something you deem? Because there's a lot of classic movies I haven't watched, and I've watched a lot of fucking movies. Uh, what's something that you deem classic that you haven't watched and I'm going to uh, publicly shame you? Yeah, so um, any of the like mobster gangster movies, like the mafia movies, like Godfather, any of those movies I've not seen. I've not seen... Um, I've seen bits and pieces of Casino. Um, I haven't seen The Departed. Like, n- any of those I haven't seen. Uh, see, that's funny thing. As, as much as I'm a movie guy, I have not watched the Godfather movies. I've never been a big... I mean, I enjoy a gangster movie, but it's... Never been, like, a high priority thing for me. So, I haven't seen Godfather movies. What else did... What did you say? Casino? I haven't seen that. I actually haven't seen a lot of, like, classic Scorsese movies, because... 
I feel like he that's like his thing. I've seen The Departed. Departed is an awesome movie. Um but there's a lot of cl- like one other thing that's considered a classic that I've never seen is Scarface. No, yeah, I haven't seen that one either. It's on Netflix. I actually put on my list the other day. I was like, I got to fucking watch this. Everybody fucking talks about Scarface. There's so many lines that are quoted from it. And whenever someone quotes it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a classic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's such a classic. (laughs) You're like, they're like, remember that scene where he does that? You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I I remember. Oh man, um, yeah. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to look up like classic, like a, a list of classic movies. These are these are too old. Why why do they have all these on here? What about um, like one like one of my favorite childhood movies is Ghostbusters. I've seen Ghostbusters. Okay, like I consider that a classic. Two's not as good, but I still like number two. It's way more fucking creepy than the first one. Because there's a man in a painting that's evil, and spoiler alert, you'll fucking see him in your sleep and wish you had watched Ghostbusters too. Um, you've seen Ghostbusters? I've not seen Casablanca. I don't think I've seen Casablanca. Um, I could probably well, sit down and watch it as an adult, but I can tell you right now, like going into my teens, knowing that was a classic movie, a black and white movie to me was boring as shit. It's still pretty boring. I mean, I was raised in the 80s. It was the excess of, like, action stars, campy cartoons. Like, the last thing you wanted to watch as a product of the 80s was a black and white movie. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what Casablanca is about. Is it a love story? I I don't know. (laughs) Yawn. How about... It's probably amazing, I'm sure, but I just... This one might be surprising. When's the... Go ahead. Okay. When's the remake coming out? I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I'll watch... Fuck you. I'll watch the one in, in, in color. Thank you very much. Uh, I've not seen Rocky all the way through. Okay. So, Rocky's something I have seen. That is a great movie. Jaws, I've not seen all I'm the way through, Ram, I don't think. Ram... Okay. Jaws. Jaws, I've seen all the way through. I've talked about it before. Like, that's something that gave me... I don't know if it gave me nightmares, but it definitely, like, bestilled the fear of, like, deep... Like, things coming up under me in the ocean. I think that's where my fear of that came from. I've not seen The Shining. I think that's probably... I mean, classic horror, that. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The first Rambo movie I consider to be, like pretty amazing movie because it it that's another one Stallone one where uh it, it really dwells on like the trauma of war and that movie is like early 70s too and it's an action film but there's like a lot of like serious sad drama in that where he just where where Rambo just breaks down because he's having like the police take him in because he's a drifter and the police taking him in and they they're handcuffing him, and he has flashbacks to being in like, like, I think it's Vietnamese torture camps or something, and it's fucking heavy shit. Yeah, I haven't seen Rambo, so I can't can't help you with that one. The Rocky movie, I feel like you would enjoy the Rocky movies, like they're fun, and then the Creed ones with uh, Michael B. Jordan are awesome too, and that's like an extension of, you know. Who Rocky the, fights his universe. father in the in yeah, sure. yeah, those are both. I've seen both the Creed movies. Those are fun. What else is on the list? Um, there's a bunch on here. There's some I don't even quite understand. Um, Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Have you really not seen Brokeback Mountain? No, I haven't. I watched it. That movie came out sometime early on in in my relationship with Jen, my wife, and uh, we watched it. It's a, it's like, it's a sad but very sweet movie. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, that's I, a, I have dude. A, it's it's pride, bro. You better fucking man up and watch the broke back belt. I know. Maybe I should. I just watched. Um, I watched Pulp Fiction for the first time. Okay, what do you think? I uh, <laughs> I didn't really get it, to be honest. But I mean, I guess that's like a lot of Tarantino films. It kind of like, I don't know. It's very. It, it is very like Tarantino. Um. I would say okay, let's let's go down this this road here. Do you what is your favorite Tarantino film? Because I know you're a sucker uh, for Tarantino films. I am. I love Inglorious Bastards. Is probably at the top. God, it, it has to be right. Just all the like Brad Pitt's performance in that is brilliant. Christoph Waltz as the bad guy is a fucking maniac. I'm just a sucker for seeing some Nazis just get annihilated. Killing Nazis. Um, yeah, I am a big sucker for Tarantino. Uh, Django Unchained is amazing. Um, I like Pulp Fiction. It's definitely not my favorite of his, but Inglorious is probably at the top. Because that was his first movie, I think, after years. Like, I think that was... I think that was I don't know one how... of his... That was 94. I think it must have been one of his first like full directed film which one pulp fiction oh pulp fiction um you know kill bill one and two are both great like those are a fun watch i really liked his newest one once upon a time in hollywood was like a really fun movie i saw leo and uh, leo and brad pitt are amazing in that um a lot of people thought it was boring, but it was the era of Hollywood that Tarantino grew up in. And it's clear that it's just like an absolute like ode and love letter to that time. And it's beautiful. Like it's, uh, I mean, Le- what movie is Leonardo DiCaprio in that he's not good in? You know, he's amazing. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Being an actor, playing an actor and a struggling actor who's kind of has this dwindling career and, um, Brad Pitt's this like stunt man that just doesn't really give a shit and is just a badass. Um but it's kinda like a character of like that time and actors that were big in that time. But yeah, can't recommend that enough. But I would say Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, I think so too. I think Django's up there too, I would say. I just love Tarantino's ability to like do a movie that can be quite serious but has a lot of like funny undertones but then he it just goes he goes so dark so quickly yeah 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 it does i like that i mean i i don't have a problem with violence in 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 cinema uh but um you know the movie i wanted to love so much and did not was the hateful eight yeah, that one wasn't my favorite. I understood that it was meant to be like a dialogue piece and that most of the movie takes place in one setting and that's the film that it is, that like that setting is almost like a character in the movie. I I totally understand that, that it was less about something being like extremely cinematic and more about something about, you know, a focus on acting and dialogue. Uh, and there's good dialogue in it, but it was just meh to me. And I, I probably need to re- rewatch it. Yeah, I I just I, I yeah I watched that once and I was like, eh, okay, like I get it. And it's long too. Yeah, it is. Do you have a favorite um, Christopher Nolan film? Because he's, I feel like he's in the same um, category as far as like every movie he puts out is like a a must watch, almost. A must watch, but I think he's, I think he's like vastly overrated, and I'm sure like a lot of people would boo me for that. But I just feel like boo, the last few, <laughs> boo. The last few movies he's done, I just feel like they're all in the same universe. It just feels like the same. It's like they're kind of depressing. They always have these like crazy plot points where it's like I don't really fucking know what's going on at this point. Uh, at least if the last one was like utterly confusing. Yeah, that's an that's another uh, one. And I they always gotten around to Tenant. They look amazing, 
Their their action is amazing. He always draws like these incredible casts. The the freaking scores to those movies, like the soundtracks, the 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 scores, always are, are always almost. Well, I'll always argue that a, a musical score makes or breaks a movie. The, the, I think that's like a really important piece to creating a, a great movie. But his are just insane. Like, um, Inception has a great score. Interstellar has a really, really fucking awesome score that just adds to it. Um, yeah, I, I, I know. Go ahead. I don't No, I don't think it's like a, I, I feel like a lot of people think the opposite of this, but I really enjoyed Dunkirk. Yeah. I'll argue on that one because I, I just, I, I Okay. That was I I again like like you said like I get the intention behind hit like why he made that type of movie it was not meant to have any really s- standard plot line like it wasn't following one plot line it was kind of just telling the story of Dunkirk from a thousand foot view um and not as like myopic as as it maybe another movie would be but I just I, I don't know. I, I craved kind of that, that plot line, that consistent storytelling. I don't know. I mean, I feel like for me, like it was the first movie in a long time that he'd done that I wasn't like, what the fuck happened? Like Inception that way. And Inception looked amazing, but I was just like, wait, what? It's a dream inside a dream. And then you're in another dream to try and get something out. Uh, I, I like a lot of like where he goes. Like I love the idea of Tenet, but... I sometimes is it a think, little too big brain for you, Vinny? <laughs> you got to dumb it down for this boy, you know. I, I'm an idiot. Uh, I'm a witty idiot, but I'm an idiot. But no, like Tenet is a witty idiot. Tenet is like, I feel like the older he gets or the more movie he makes, he's just like, I want to get someone so fucking confused. They're going to be like, wait, what? Tenet was like that. Like, it, it's a long movie. And, and Jen and I, at the end, it was just like, I think I understand what hap- what's happening, but I'm not really undersure. And maybe he's, they're movies that need to be digested over viewings. He's uh, but he's trying to make you feel high, even when you're not high. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. But um, obviously, you liked like the Black Knight, uh, the Dark Knight, the Black Knight, the Dark Knight, um, the Black Knight, and like his Batman yeah. adaptations. I love that. The Prestige was amazing. Uh, I don't know if you saw that one. Um, that's a fun movie, but I appreciate him as a filmmaker. I just feel like his movies, and I probably told you like this before, like at this point in my life, like I, I want to have something that's like fun, entertaining. Like that's why yeah. like a lot of big, like the Marvel cinematic uses universe is like really fun because it's digestible. It's, easy there's a lot of things that entertain me um you know I, and christmas you know Nolan films are pretty depressing yeah they're yeah for sure you know what's funny about M- the mcu i have i have kind of sometimes i have a hard time re-watching those movies really they don't they don't seem very rewatchable to me for some reason i mean i the first iron man I rewatched a lot like that. That has a lot of replay value. So I would agree that some are like more than others, but I guess I mean, maybe, the... maybe a lot of the Avengers movies are kind of tough to, for me to just jump in and watch. I mean, infinity war and Endgame. I've watched infinity war a lot. Like that's a bleak movie, but it's in a, I mean, I'm in a lot of ways, at least like for that genre, it's a, it's a masterpiece to me. Just like all the ends that they tie together to bring this like massive, amazing cast together and the performances are like, I know a lot of people, I know, I think Scorsese is shit on like comic book movies, but like to think that we actually, and we've talked about it on the bob, like that we actually kind of give a shit about Thanos and that, you know, he is trying to do something in his mind that's good and you kind of agree with it, but you don't. And it's basically what's happened with COVID to some degree, I guess. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I I love a villain that you can kind of side with on some level. Right. 
I think they tried like to do that with um, the robot. I can't remember what they called him. Ultron. Oh, Ultron. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I liked Ultron. I thought he was funny, and I like the actor who voiced him. I don't know that I gave a shit about Ultron really much than that. I mean, I guess because Josh Brolin just brought so much like emotion to that character and everything he wanted to do and the reason why, uh, you know, I, I don't know. There was a lot in that, but yeah, he was a gr- he was a great villain for sure. Um, do you like what, what's like an early movie memory for you? Um, cause like the whole time we've been talking, this is one thing I've been thinking about. Like, I honestly couldn't think of the first movie I ever saw. I mean, I have no fucking idea. I can, I can think of like movies, a lot of movies that I think shaped my childhood and turned me into the uh sick fuck uh thank you <laughs> uncle rod uh that i am to this day and uh proud to be but what's like an early childhood movie? yeah yeah i i one of my first memories of watching a movie i think must have been a bug's life okay Cause that came out what ninety eight ninety nine or something like that, and I remember just being like so in awe of that type of. I don't I don't know just I mean it was you know it's early early Pixar, and I remember just being like, just so in awe of of seeing into the lives of like insects and stuff, and just like I remember thinking you know. You know, it gave me pause the next time I, you know, I mic, uh, I put an ant under a magnifying glass and tried to burn it. You know, I, I thought about it for a second, <laughs> and then I continued to do it. But uh, yeah, all right, I'm gonna bring up mine. But real quick, what age do you think it's appropriate to teach a child to burn an <laughs> ant under a microphone glass? Because I want my kids to experience. That's definitely part of my childhood. Just torturing ants with a microphone class. Um, I don't know. I thought that, I think that was one of the things that, like, I think that that's one of those things that, like, your friends need to teach you. You know, because I learned from another friend when I was like five or something like that, five or six. Like, I remember burning my name into like pieces of box and leaves and stuff. Well, the thing is, like, magn- when, when's the last time you've actually seen a magnifying glass? Oh, I have kids. We definitely have magnifying glass. Do Don't you? worry about that. I feel like they came in, like, some kind of kit, like, friends or family gave oh, us, that, yeah. like, catching bugs or something. You get, like, a magnifying glass, like... And you're like... I couldn't tell hey, you where one watch is in this. our house, but we definitely have it. You're like, hey, watch this. You can actually burn the insects with the magnifying glass. <laughs> Well, the thing is, it's like you could legit start a fire from that, particularly in like Southern California as well. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the appropriate age to teach a kid? I don't, I don't know that there is, uh, I don't know that there is an appropriate time for a parent to teach a kid that. I don't know. I sometimes forget, particularly with my boys, because I guess Kitty, for the most part, is like pretty sensible. Like, sometimes my boys do shit, and I'm like, why in the fuck would you do that? And then I'm like, wait a sec. And, like, Jenna's put in perspective a lot. She's like, they're fucking five. Like, yeah. they're still learning. But sometimes they do stuff, I'm like, why? And then I'm like, oh, I did some weird shit when I was a kid. Uh, so I, I 100%, like, would not show them now. But uh, maybe, maybe, like you said, maybe they'll learn it from a friend at some age that I probably wouldn't show them. I feel like yeah. 10 seems like a, a reasonable age. Okay. Sure. I, I, I don't know. Where I remember doing it at my grandparents' house. I have no idea how old I was, but I would probably say in that range, 9 to yeah. 10, I guess. Okay, what, uh, so you said what's your f- life. Yeah, what's your, like, childhood? Um, For some reason, I feel like Mary Poppins... Um. 
is in that time frame. I feel like um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I just have a lot of memories of like musicals. Yeah. Um, I couldn't. I don't. I mean, I definitely watch Disney movies, but I don't remember. I don't. I don't have a like a memory of like the earliest Disney movie I watched. I mean, I definitely saw like Little Mermaid, Aladdin. Aladdin's probably like the biggest connection I have to a Disney animated feature. Like I loved that when I was a kid. I think we saw it on like a school excursion or something. Like we went on a trip to the theater to see it or something for some like special treat or something with school. I feel like. Um, I yeah. So Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Mary Poppins, and I think the other one was. Um, What's the friggin' one? I can't think of it right now. Uh, Dorothy with the shoes. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz too. I have a memory of. Uh, but those are like the three that I feel like that like kind of Star Wars obviously is in there somewhere. Um, How badly did you want Charlie and the Chocolate, like the actual factory, to be a place? Oh, hell yeah, dude. What would you go to town on in in that factory? What's the first thing you go? It would... I could see Drew fucking up some, like, chocolate milk. No. <laughs> no. It would be, like, the licorice vines or something like that. Mm. Okay. Um, or... And then you eat it, you're like, oh, fucking black licorice. Who yeah, the not fuck bl- did this? I want to say, like, the freaking fruit that is filled with jelly. But also, like, I I think eating jelly would just be weird. Just, like, straight up jelly. Um, I don't... The I don't mushrooms know. always look pretty good to me. You know, but... Just, like, this, like, crunchy... Yeah. And then you bite it and it's kind of, like, soft. Yeah, I definitely... I mean, I would I would spend some time at the, at the you know, chocolate milk river, for sure. Um, you can't... You can't not. But... Um, you're like I'm getting diarrhea tonight, but it's gonna be <laughs> it's worth it. It's gonna be so worth it. Um, I always heard, I always heard that Gene Wilder, you know, when he takes the bite out of the cup, like the butter cup, mm. that's just like straight wax, like not anything. It's just wax. It's like a wax cup, and he improvised, took a sip, and like just ate ate the wax. What a champ! What a champ! Dude, just selling the selling the fantasy so hard. I did it not like the Tim Burton remake, but it is on no level even remotely close. And even though there's such a gap in releases, it's just like the nostalgic feeling that the original has. And I've heard like the portrayal of like Willy Wonka and all that is a lot closer to the book. And I've definitely like read the book as a kid, but I don't really remember it. But just Gene Wilder and how like the the variants of like weird from like extreme and the extremes of emotion that he goes through in some of the scenes, you know. I thought I thought Johnny Depp's portrayal was just like kind of over the top weird, you know. Um, but I've been told like that's how Wonka is. Like he's a complete fucking weirdo. He doesn't like kids because of how sh- fucked up how his childhood was yeah. and his you know relationship to his father. I w- I also thought like the whole Oompa Lo- like the portrayal of the Oompa Loompas was weird. Like they just used the one character. I thought oh, that like was they're weird. Like weird clones. Yeah. Um you like they they already fucking did that in Star Wars to Yeah, right. Um Yeah, I thought I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I I watched it and and I thought it was interesting. Um, yeah, the old one is just like, I mean, it is nostalgia. It's total like childhood fantasy, basically, you know? I think like one of the earliest times Drew and I hang out, hung out, we were watching it with my kids and it made me think like that was one of the the times I realized like that's 100%. If I have a top 10 movies, that's in there, like Mm -hmm. hands down. There's not even, there's no like have to think about this like the original charlie and the chocolate factory is 100 percent in my top 10 films of all time mm-hmm. i just love it i even like the songs everything about it like it's just i even love like i i i had to look it up when i rewatched it as an adult too 
the fact that it's like filmed in some European village and that adds some kind of like mystique and mystery totally. to it that it's just like of all the like you think something like that would be filmed in like America but you know maybe it was like I don't know for whatever reason I love that like that adds to the film on some level like there's all these cool little like stone paved streets and it just looks foreign yeah which is how I expect that to be you know yeah yeah that that was a really well done well done movie I feel like do you okay so I want to have bar right now I have two more quick questions because we're we need to do how much soon but do you have a favorite Disney Pixar film? Because I feel like this is just, it. it's. So you're saying like, because I, mean, I know that Pixar is owned by Disney, but are you saying like a film that is just Disney or a film that is just Pixar? Well, th- just the Pixar even though films. they're owned by the same people, I consider Pixar movies to be Pixar movies and Disney to be Disney, you know? Sure. Yeah. So just, just Pixar. Uh... Favorite Pixar movie? Um, favorite Pixar movie? God, that's I know I put rough. I put you on the spot. I love Inside Out. Ah, oh, I was gonna yeah, I was gonna mention that. I think that's one of the sweetest. It's a really sweet movie, but also and it just it's one of those interesting angles to tell that story of growing up you know to tell it through the through the mind of a you know a little a child yeah i, I loved that one yeah i love love inside out i loved coco wally's probably up there for me uh wally's well. up there coco's beautiful coco is like a beautiful film yeah um I don't know. Inside Up is probably at the top. I really like. I think Ratatouille is like underrated. Dude, you and I are on on the same page. Those were the three I was gonna mention. I was gonna mention Wally because I think Wally's my favorite. Um, a the soundtrack is soundtrack is great, and you just can't help but fall in love with Wally. Um, in, Inside Out is great for the for the reasons I've mentioned, and then Ratatouille is so I f- I feel like it's underrated. Like I think it's one of the more underrated films, and I it has one of the most like I can I could sit down and watch Ratatouille any day. There's a lot of movies on the like the lower side that are still amazing. I mean, all the Toy Story movies are great. I didn't really watch a lot of those until I had kids because I just didn't watch them. But I love Incredibles. I mean, there's really not a lot of Pixar movies that I don't like. I really like The Good Dinosaur. I know a lot of people don't like The Good Dinosaur, but... Um, okay. You well, can I, leave I like it. Brave. We're on the same page. You can... I, I, I didn't like Brave. And I agree with you until I rewatched it with kids. And I think I see... It definitely opened... It's definitely a very different Pixar movie. But rewatching it made me kind of appreciate it more than the first viewing. I was very thrown off. It was a very different Pixar movie. But, yeah, I, uh, I, re- I rewatched it again, and I enjoyed it more than I did, like, the first time. I think the first time I saw it, it was legitimately, like, I thought I could, like, walk out of the theater. But I think that was a little harsh. Um, and I think Cars 2 really flopped also. it was Yeah, it Cars was just, 2 like, was... Just weird. I don't know why they went that direction. It was like a fucking spy movie. Well, you ba- you basically need Cars 1 and Cars. Cars 3 is great. Mm-hmm. But you don't really need the middle one. If you want to just have like a starting and a finish ending, Cars 1 and, and two and 3. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're on a kind of similar page with Pixar movies. You had another question too. I do have another question and it might be just as tough as the first one I asked. But do you have an all-time favorite movie? It's not a hard decision. Stand by me. 100%. Don't have never, to think about it. I don't think I've ever seen that all the way through. I just love it. It's like, that's something I've watched from not my... Oh, I mean, I was probably pretty young, even though it's a pretty like serious film in, in moments. But it's just the epitome of like boyhood to me. Yeah. More than the movie Boyhood is. Uh, <laughs> Stand by me. I just... I love... Like, I felt there's a freedom in that time in life, because that's in the 50s or 60s, I think, that they're growing up, where just boys, you know, and they're not that old, they go on an adventure. And I like, 
I definitely had some of that in my life, which kids don't really have anymore. Like living with uh, my dad in a smaller town in Australia, you know, there's times that we went off on our BMXs and rode around for hours or what yeah. seemed like hours and explored. <clears throat> and I know that just doesn't, you can't really do that. I mean, maybe in a country town, maybe, but even then there's, there's just that, that freedom to me doesn't really exist anymore. And maybe it no. exists in another country, but it doesn't exist in America, I don't believe. Or not on a level that I feel safe with anyway. And maybe that's just me being a, a an adult, but that's what that movie is to me. And just the relationship between the friends. I yeah. love that. Yeah, it... it like you like you say like i think it's just too big it's well it's i don't know like you like you mentioned like it could be like the country smaller towns could still feel that way but there's just too many damn people so it just it's not as safe to just go do that and be out and about anymore um yeah my my all-time favorite i think would have to be shawshank redemption i just hope you slow-mo the scene where andy gets raped <laughs> I actually just watched that over and over again. I watched that same scene for two straight hours, and that's the movie to me. I uh, yeah, God, I yeah, that uh, Shawshank Redemption is an amazing movie. Uh, I haven't watched that in a long time. <laughs> it's good. You should you should watch it. It's a movie I've watched definitely many times because it is an amazing movie. Uh, it has amazing performances. You know what's sad to me is... Um, who's the main actor in that? Tim, is it Tim Robbins? Tim Robbins. He's someone I feel like should still be around. I know he's had like a career... I think he had like a band or traveled doing touring music or something with his band. But he's one of those actors I feel like that needs to have that revital. I feel like there's a lot of older actors that have kind of had a bit of a comeback you know, that kind of dipped and then, but he's one of those actors I feel like was always a, a very consistent and awesome actor. And I don't know why we haven't seen him really. And maybe it's like a personal choice. Maybe just was sick of doing movies, I guess, but yeah, he, he's uh, great in that movie. And then Morgan Freeman, of course, I think that's one of his best roles. It's a good one. When is Morgan Freeman not great? Even in a movie's kind of shit. Morgan Freeman is always awesome. Yeah, I feel like he sold out. Like, did was it there? Like, the what was the... I don't think I watched it, but there was, like, this old man heist movie that they did where they, like, tried to perform a heist. And it was, like, him... Um, oh, man, who was it? If I had to guess, it'd be him. For some reason, I think Tommy Lee Jones would be in an old man heist film. It was it was him and uh, then the guy who plays um who's Batman's like assistant Wayne? No, oh, sorry. Um, okay. What, I know what who is you're his, talking about, I can't think of yeah, his name. Yeah, what's his name in the, He's the I think his name is just old English bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh that guy and then like um I, I don't I don't know I don't fucking Robert Redford I don't know so like just a bunch, like four <laughs> old dudes that uh, God what is that movie called I can't um, I can't see I would not. watch the shit out of that that sounds I don't know what that is but I want to watch it I mean you you put all those dudes in there I am down to watch old man try to old men try to pull off a, a heist but you know like there's other cheesy movies like I feel like you probably watch these and like I, I I think I've said before my superpower is having a high tolerance for just absolute utter movie shit. It's rare that I watch a movie and I'm like, "Whew, that was pretty rough even for me." Like that's definitely my superpower. Um the heist Like the now you s It's just called the heist. Oh, going in style is what it's called. Going in style. Okay. Um Oh, Michael Caine. That's right. Because Michael if Caine, you want, yeah. if you want to say his name in his accent, you just say my cocaine, like my cocaine, <laughs> my, my, my cocaine, my cocaine. Yeah, my cocaine. <laughs> oh man. Uh, like another movie that's kind of cheesy, but like Morgan Freeman is, and it was just amazing. It was Now You See Me. Oh, I loved that movie. Yeah, even the second one was like definitely not as good as the first, but it was still like a fun movie. Yeah. 
Like, Man. who knew a movie about, like, magicians doing a heist would be so awesome? That that was such a cool... That that was a really cool, cool movie. Um, anyways, I feel like we could talk for talk about movies for six hours. Um, but for you the sake of... You can always hit us up. If, if you want to hear us do a, a two-part, too, we can always do a two-part on a topic if we feel like there's a lot to we could and you know what if there's any uh if you want to turn this podcast into a movie review podcast Vinny and i are are more than happy to watch a movie together and then review it <laughs> it'd be kind of fun yeah, it would be fun oh uh, man that would that would be a separate podcast um that does have some sort of aim to it uh, it would not be without definite aim because the aim is to review a movie, so I'm not sure what our podcast would be named. But <laughs> uh, all right, um, any other things we need to talk about regarding movies? I love movies. I, I one quickly. I watched the over my last few days off. I actually watched both of the National Treasure movies because I'd never watched them, and they were really fun. Second one definitely not as good as the first, but. Uh, I really enjoyed. Yeah, the, I just want to shout that shout out. To Honorable National mention: Nick, Na- National Honorable Treasure. Honorable mention: National Treasure and Nikki Cage. Nikki Cage can't can't talk about movies without Nicolas Cage. Let's be honest. It's uh, true. All right, it is time for how much with your host Vinny. Straight. Straight. Uh, hi, my name is Vinny. Uh, Drew. How much to let a bee stick you on the dick? On the pee-pee, huh? On the pecker. I was thinking about this when I wrote it. I'm like, doesn't necessarily be have to be on the head. Like, that sounds fucking terrible. But on the shaft, I feel like it's fair too. On, oh, or man. Or we could just do a prize for both too. We could do a prize to do it on the head and on the shaft. Um, Tell me this, like, let's say this real quick, right? I, at least like meeting, um, meeting my wife and her family, like bee stings to me was just something I grew up with, you know, running around like a little shithead in the outback. I can't tell you how many, I, I could not even on one hand tell you how many bees I've stepped on and be stung by. Yeah, it, it, it happened a lot growing up like at the beach too because for whatever reason bees go to the beach to die they just like <laughs> <laughs> like they just they go to the freaking edge of where the water hits the sand and they lay there and they they lay there with their fucking ass up and they just wait for someone to step on them i swear to god um they, god dude stepping on a bee really doesn't is not fun um it never feels good. And to to transition that pain onto your pee-pee. Ah, oh, man. I feel like the shaft of the penis is not that bad, though, right? No, it wouldn't be as bad as the head, I think. Head of the penis is nerve central. Yeah, That's I'm gonna gotta say, be fucked up. I'm gonna say I need 500 for the shaft. <laughs> and I need... I think I need, I think I need a, I think I need a, a thousand to be stung on the head of my penis. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I I feel like I would do the shaft for probably less than five hundred, but on the head, dude. Whew! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go like crazy territory. Head of the penis, five grand easily. I do not want. I just can't <laughs> imagine. How oh, much man. it would hurt. Like, that's just fucking nerve central down there. I would be so I nervous. I, like, people that... <laughs> I know you, your dick shrivels up to, like, fucking nothing, nothing waiting dude. to get a bee sting on your penis. Yeah. Uh, it basically gets sucked back into you, consumed by your body, uh, before you get stung by that's a bee. Another, uh, that's another level to this whole thing, is that you need someone... Someone is going to to look at your penis. Probably. I mean, unless you think you could oh, do I mean, it to it, yourself. Maybe. Do you think you could grab a bee and <laughs> apply the stinger to your penis by yourself? Oh, dude, I feel like that makes it so, I'd be like, I'd get it so close and then just draw it away. Be like, oh! Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the head of the penis. Jesus, I couldn't even begin to imagine how much that would fucking hurt. Uh, I have to say five grand. Five grand. That one. 
And then you're saying less than 500 for the shaft? Yeah, I mean, I don't really want it on the shaft. I don't really want it anywhere near my PP, to be honest. But (laughs) I feel like the shaft, because the shaft is, like, pretty matey. Yeah. I feel like... Yeah. I feel feel like, as much as I don't want a bee stinging anywhere in my pubic region, I feel like I could go on the shaft. 500 seems fair. Let's just say 500. (laughs) I I could fair on that. But I don't know, dude. The fucking head, that just sounds like... Kudos to you for saying a thousand, because I don't even think I could get close to that, dude. That sounds terrible. Bee stings. I think the last time I got stung with a bee, I don't know. I remember it. Like it hurts, but it's not that bad. You know, it's just it's kind not of bad. It's kind of persistent for a little while too, and you can't pee on your own penis. So there's that. Is that what you meant to do? Maybe to not. Maybe sting? I'm mixing that, that with thing. jellyfish, and yeah. uh, even stingrays. I think you're supposed to pee on those stings. Um, I, I just I, I know this isn't my segment segment, but can I also just add what the cost would be to be stung on your scrotum, like on your ball sack? <laughs> is oh that is that worse? Is that worse than the head well, of a penis, or is that is that? No, I mean, I feel like balls are sensitive, right? But that's when you get kicked in them. I feel like the skin of your balls is not that sensitive, right? So. I would say say I would say five hundred same as same as shaft. Yeah, you don't think the bee poison would would give you that same sensation of being kicked in the nuts somehow? Somehow, I feel like the bee venom would give you the same stomach sensation of being kicked in the nuts. Oh man, this just makes me think. Like, this just sounds terrible as a whole. It's a bad idea, but I wrote it because I thought this is funny. <laughs> Um, and that's why I write these how muches. I was thinking that I haven't written a how much in a while, so because I still have a fucking like twenty plus on here. Um, but uh, yeah, Scrot, I would say five hundred, but maybe maybe it would feel like getting kicked in the nuts. I, I don't I don't know. Which is kicked in the nuts is like I've even been tapped by my boys and I drop like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, it's no fun. Sometimes sometimes um. Sometimes Haley will will uh, you know not know. She, you know she'll just accidentally you know flick it or something. Not you know not to get too graphic about anything that we do. But, <laughs> and <laughs> it just like it immediately is just like whoa 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 whoa. You gotta you gotta pump the brakes on that stuff, sister. Why could we have evolved to have like a fucking you need some armor yeah some why don't scrotal we get armor to have some it'd be cool if like there was a contest where men just kick like each other exoskeleton they have yeah over our testicles i don't want to be anywhere near that contest i'm sorry but if you got some exoskeleton then you're you're probably in a good place yeah it's true i think i would split the difference for the um for the for the ball sack, so I'd go five hundred for the shaft, seven fifty for the ball sack, and a thousand for the for, for the for the head. I mean, I'll tell you right now, if I ever have enough money to pay you a thousand dollars, I will pay you a thousand dollars to man. get stuck on the penis by a bee. <laughs> Shit. You know, if we ever get enough money, we're gonna go back and listen to all these episodes and see what we can make each other do. Mine immediately well, is just giving Vinny fifty dollars to eat a random person's booger, like that's that's the first one, because I think he didn't really think that one through. I still think I could eat a booger. The awkward part is is like not asking permission to get someone's <laughs> booger. That's fucking awkward. Yeah, I think that was the whole thing. Like that's a fucking awkward thing. I'm instantly like paying Chris nothing to watch him stick a candy bar up his yeah. ass. It's true. We we do have that one as well, and that's the fun of. Chris how does much. a lot of shit for free, so. Yeah, I can vouch yeah. for that too. Um, all right, that was how much with your host, Vinny. Me. There he is, or she, the Aussie button god, taking us home for another episode without definite aim. Um. Yeah, just going to do it in, in my country accent for the rest of the time. 
Uh, genuinely interested. If you have any movies that you think Vinny and I need to watch together and then review, we're happy to do so. Hit us up on our Instagram page at without definite aim podcast, um, and let us know. And then of course, subscribe rate review, um, on any space that you find your podcast, Apple podcast, Stitcher, Google play, Spotify, Amazon music. We're everywhere. Um, so do that. Sound good. Sounds great. Sounds great. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, We'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye.